Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The prerequisites that get you into the room are not the same as the details that get you on the team. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is being a supermodel. It's not about being pretty and some other truths about energy that you need to understand. Now, before I get into explaining where the subject comes from and where it's going, first of all, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text message. Yes, a text message that I send out for free every single day to your phone, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. You want to get it? All right, here's what you do. Send me a text at the following number, 305-384-6894. Send a message to that number right now. And every day when I send out my daily motivation text, you will be receiving it straight to your phone. And here's another thing about that text. You can respond to those messages and you will be texting directly with me. I take time every single day, 20, 30 minutes a day, going through my text messages and actually reading and responding to your messages. So yes, that is me. You are texting. That is not outsourced to my team. That is not a bot that is responding to you. That is actual human. That is me responding to those texts. So text me at that number. It is down below in the show notes as well if you forgot it already. Now, we get into our topic. Being a supermodel is not about being pretty. This episode is metaphorical for everyone to understand that doing the thing is not really about the thing. Do people get what I'm saying here? If you don't get it, don't worry, because I'm going to explain to you exactly what that means in a moment. But I'm going to give you some material to reference. Episode 1575, I told you about doing the thing versus selling the thing. And those are two completely different Things. So listen to episode 1575 after you listen to this one so you can get some further insight into what I'm talking about here. But let's get right into the point so I don't step on anything I'm going to say. Point number one, today's topic, once again, being a supermodel is not about being pretty. Understand, number one, human beings, that's me and you, we are generally not very good at examining why we do things. 
We think that we know why we do things because we're thinking with our conscious, logical, rational brains. But that's usually not the reason why we make decisions. If any of you has read any books like I believe it's Dan Ariel, he wrote a book about irrationality, Robert Cialdini on uh, influence. He has a couple of books on influence and persuasion, Malcolm Gladwell's book, Blink. And there are many others where people talk about the subconscious mind and how we really make decisions versus how we think we make decisions. Uh, Daniel Pink has some books on it, even Napoleon Hill stuff from back in the day. There are exceptions to this when I'm talking about specifically us examining why we do things, us examining the real decision making process behind the actions that we take. We think our process is one set of decisions when it's actually a whole different set of decisions. Overall, we are not very good at deconstructing our own decision making processes. We think that we know why we did certain things, but those are usually not the real reasons. And I'm going to explain to you how I know that we don't know how we make decisions. As someone who bought something that is not in the food, clothing, shelter categories, in other words, a luxury, it's not something that you actually need, but it's something that you want. Ask them why they bought it. Usually they'll give you some logical explanation, right? Ask them, why'd you buy that thing? Anything that you have that's not food, clothing, shelter, why did you buy it? They'll give you some logical, rational explanation that makes it seem to make complete sense why they made that purchase. But the real reason why they made the purchase is usually not logical or rational. It's not a completely sensical reason why they made the decision. Usually the reason is emotional. The justification is logical, but the reason is emotional. So if you ask someone, what's the reason why you bought something? Very rarely will you get someone who can honestly tell you, well, hey, I just wanted it. I emotionally felt like I wanted this. So that's the reason why I got it. Usually people will give you, again, they'll give you some explanation that sounds really, really good. And it sounds really, really smart. The smarter the person is, the smarter they are, the more successful they are, and the more experienced they are in doing things like that, the better they can make it sound like is a great idea and a great decision that they made that was all based on just their high level of severe intelligence. Usually it's not the reason. Usually it's emotional. We make the decision emotionally, and then our words, our brains come up with a logical reason to make it sound smart. This is what we all do. All of us are guilty of this. I don't care if you're broke or a millionaire. All of us are guilty of this. And understand something. I'm not saying this to condemn us because there's nothing wrong with making emotional decisions because we all do it all day. But we wouldn't have, I mean, and by the way, the economy in America wouldn't exist if we didn't make emotional decisions. If all of us, all we bought was food, clothing, shelter, the economy would not be what it was. And many of us would not have the jobs and roles that we have. But I want you to understand that this is a foundational understanding I'm going to build upon today. So I just want you to get this first point before I move on to point number two. It's point number two. Today's topic, once again, is being a supermodel is not about being pretty. Number two, understand that there are baseline prerequisites that get you into the room in anything that you do in life. All right. To do certain things, there are baseline prerequisites you have to have in place. For example, if you want to work in certain areas of government, certain areas of politics, whether if you want to be president of the United States, for example, you have to be at least 35 years of age and you have to be born in America. And in different states, the rules can be different. If you want to be the mayor of a city, then there are certain requirements. You want to be a governor. You want to be a state senator. You want to get into Congress and represent your state. In the House of Representatives, there are certain prerequisites that are required in order for you to get into that space. If you want to get certain jobs in certain corporations in America, there are certain prerequisites. Any of you who's ever applied for a job, you know, when you look at the job listings, it says, here are the requirements. You need to have this many years of experience. You need to have this kind of degree. You got to have this many references. You got to be able to work with this program, this software. You got to know how to do this. You got to understand what this means. You have their prerequisites. They're telling you what is required in order to get into the game. As a professional athlete, for example, 
I've told athletes for many years, yes, working hard and believing in yourself and being dedicated and you know, showing up every day. All of those things are prerequisites for getting into the game, but just doing those alone is not going to be enough because everybody else is doing them as well. And there's a limited number of jobs and there are more people than there are jobs, which makes it a buyer's market. The buyer gets to decide who they want, not the seller deciding what they want. You understand that there's a big difference between the two. So understand, even though there are prerequisites to get into the room, there's a whole other set of details that make the difference amongst all the people who get in the room. So for example, you take a whole bunch of ball players who all work hard. They all can run fast and jump high. They all believe in themselves. They all work on their games every day. All right. You got to do that to get into the room. So I say those are the prerequisites. If you are interested in being considered to be on my basketball team and 300 players show up and they all fit all the requirements that I just listed. Any of you seen a basketball team with 300 people on it? Okay. So 285 of those guys ain't making it because I'm only picking 15. So the prerequisites that get you in the room are not the same as the things that get you on the team. And again, this is a metaphor, folks. I'm not just talking about basketball. I'm talking about everything in life. The prerequisites that get you into the room are not the same as the details that get you on the team. The details that get you on the team are usually harder to understand, and they are often harder to notice. And they are very hard to decipher and explain, which is, again, as I've said in the last few episodes of the show, this is my reason for existing because I'm helping you see the things that nobody else would be able to point out to you. Most of the time, they don't even notice them, let alone could they explain them. That's why I'm here. So these are the harder to notice details that make the difference amongst the people who make it into the room versus the people who stay in the room. Because 285 of those 300 guys who hit all the prerequisites that I require to be considered for my basketball team, 285 of them are leaving because they're not making my team. I'm only keeping 15 guys. What are the differences between those 15 and the other 285? It's not hard work. It's not showing up every day. It's not believing in yourself. It's not working on your game. It's not having talent. What are they? These are the things that you need to know. And that's why this topic is the topic. So do you have to be a hard worker and a relatively good athlete to play a professional sport? Yes. But there are more qualified people who fit that description than there are number of available jobs in the world. So everybody can't get one. Now, if you want to be a model, do you have to be pretty? You have to be thin. You have to be tall. Generally speaking, now I know in the world that we're living in today that they're throwing this to the wind. All right. Now you got obese people, clinically obese people. You got people who are all different body shapes and every single company out there is telling you, well, hey, this is healthy too. This is sexy too. This is pretty too. Whatever. All right. I'm speaking traditionally speaking. I'm speaking from a traditional sense here today. All right. If you're offended by that, then be offended. Do you need to be pretty thin and tall to be a model? Generally speaking, yes, you do. But understand, there are more pretty thin and tall people than there are well-known models. So clearly, being pretty thin and tall is merely a prerequisite, but it's not enough to keep you in the room. Once you're in the room, the often unspoken details are what make all the difference. And that's why this topic is the topic again. It takes more than a pretty face to be a model. Being a supermodel is not about being pretty. Being a professional athlete is not about being a hard worker and being tall and being able to run fast and jump high, even though you must be all those things. The details are not necessarily a secret, everybody, but they're hard to notice from the outside looking in. So it's not that the details are a secret, but you have to have a discerning eye to even notice what those details are. I talked about discernment in episode 1431. Discernment is your skill of perception and judgment. In other words, is your ability to see what is not being said. See what's not being shown, hear what is not being said, 
Notice was not being pointed out to you. This skill of discernment is what separates the great from the average in many ways. Do you have it? And if you don't, you need to learn it. And if you haven't listened to episode 1431, you already know what to do next because the link down below in the show notes. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is being a supermodel is not about being pretty. Number three, this is why for all of you, you must learn, study and understand the game that you're in. I talked about this in the last couple of episodes where we talked about qualitative versus quantitative change. This show is called Work on Your Game. Understand work on your game doesn't mean just keep doing what you're comfortable with. It doesn't mean stay in your comfort zone and do the things that you already know about or that you think you know about. It means figuring out what the game actually is versus what you thought it was and then working on that. And the thing is, you shouldn't be doing this by yourself because you are unqualified to diagnose your own problems. You're unqualified to diagnose your own sickness. Doctors don't operate on themselves. Barbers don't cut their own hair. All right, you need to get some another set of eyes, at least one other set of eyes on what you're doing so that you can be shown what you otherwise would not notice. This is what I mean when I say learning, studying, and understanding the game that you're in. Do you even know? In whatever area of your life in which you are looking to make adjustments and improvements, you got to know what the game is and then strategize about how you're going to play that game. And again, you shouldn't be doing all your own strategy by yourself. You need other sets of eyes. There are 8 billion people on the planet. Why would you do it by yourself? Many people incorrectly assess what business they're in. There are a lot of people out there don't even know what business they're in. Therefore, they are coming up with the right answers to the wrong questions. I have this happen often when I'm dealing with entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs who are in the first, let's say, five years of their careers or in the first five years of their careers, or they just haven't hit their stride. Yeah, let's put it that way. It doesn't even matter how many years haven't hit their stride because you can pivot and maybe step into a new space is that you're coming up with the right answers to the wrong questions. In other words, you're operating by inaccurate formulas. In other words, no matter what you do, you're not going to get the outcome that you want because your mindset is pointing you in the wrong direction. You are looking east when you should be looking west. So it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to get the outcome that you want. You're operating by inaccurate formulas. You don't have clear strategies to achieve the outcome that you want to achieve. Your formulas are inaccurate, meaning even if you execute them completely, you're not going to get the outcome that you want because the formula is not pointing towards that outcome. It's pointing towards a different outcome. I see this with so many people in so many different areas of life, whether it's somebody trying to get in better physical shape, somebody trying to make a certain amount of money, someone trying to get their business a certain way, someone trying to really get clear on where they're going to focus, what their purpose is going to be in life is operating off of inaccurate formulas. Right answers, wrong questions. These are the athletes who think hard work is the key to making it or the models who think being pretty is the key to them making it or the entrepreneur who thinks having a great product or service is the key to their business success. None of those is true. I'll just explain to you why. When it comes to basketball, I already explained that, the athlete, when it comes to the models, what separates a regular model from a supermodel is not being pretty. It's not that the supermodel is prettier than a regular model. All right, there are a whole bunch of really pretty people who you probably never heard of before. Go on your Instagram, go to the Discover tab. You'll see a whole bunch of pretty people that you have no idea who the hell they are. All right, most people don't know who they are. They're pretty. They're comparably pretty to the supermodels that you see on some billboard out there. What makes a supermodel different is energy, is the way that you show up is how consistently you show up. It's how other people feel about your approach. Again, emotional decisions, logical justifications. Yes, how people feel does make a difference in the outcomes and the decisions that they make. Again, emotional decisions, logical justifications. People won't come out and say these things. This is why I'm telling, this is why it's an insight. This is why you have to have the skill of discernment so you can really see what's really going on as opposed to what you're being told is going on. And by the way, the more experienced the person is and the more people that they have to please, 
the better they get at telling you something that is probably not the whole story. But they get really, really good at it and they make it sound really good. And they fool a whole lot of people with that, especially if they are in, in any way involved in anything corporate. Because in the corporate world, shit flows downhill. Everybody's just trying to you know, cover their own asses, in my experience. So none of these is true, as I said, thinking hard work is going to make help you make it as an athlete or being pretty is going to help you make it as a model or having a great product is going to help you make it as a business person. As a business person, what helps you make it, yes, your product should be great. And yes, you should be good at marketing. But you also got to be clear on who exactly are you helping with your offer and is it solving the problem that they want to solve? Because if you're not doing that, your product could be amazing. But if nobody wants it, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. See, all of these are prerequisites to success. Having a great product, you must have one to be good at business. But none of them is the actual reason for your success, not the product itself. See, Apple's phone is amazing. The iPhone is an amazing product. Can we all agree? But that's not the reason that they're successful. The reason that they're successful is because Apple figured out a long time ago through Steve Jobs, who exactly are we serving and what exactly do they want? Then everything that they do is based on that question. The iPhone was just a product of them asking the right question and then they got the right answer. Insight. What is insight about? It's about asking the right question. Insight is how you go from 1x to 10x. I explained this in episode 1177. A bunch of you are not getting the outcomes that you want, not because there's anything wrong with you, it's because you're asking the wrong questions. You don't even know what the right questions are. And you won't know. As long as you keep yourself appointed as the person who's supposed to come up with them, you're going to keep getting the wrong answer because you don't know what you don't know. How many times have I said that the last week on this show? Just a little bit of thinking, insight, or mentorship can help you see what the real difference makers are in your space, your area of focus. The tragedy here is that many people never even go to this level and thus they miss out on golden opportunities simply because they don't realize that their inaccurate formulas and their lack of insight and their weak skill of discernment are their actual problems as opposed to what they think the problem is. Many of you have misdiagnosed yourself with the wrong problem. Again, you're a doctor operating on yourself. It doesn't work like that. Do you know any doctor that operates on themselves? Do you know a hairdresser who does their own hair? Do you know a barber who cuts his own hair? Or maybe in a pinch if they just need to do something real quick. But in the big picture, no, they don't do it. This is why the best performers that you know of, Taylor Swift has a voice coach. LeBron James has a trainer and coaches for basketball. Your favorite entrepreneur, name them. They have a coach. Your favorite politician, name that person. They have a coach. They have a PR person who tells them they got people who write their speeches for them. They have people who help them do the things that you would think they're good enough to do on their own, right? Now, look at you and look at your success relative to their success and ask yourself, why would you not follow in their footsteps, at least in this strategic area? Or why are you not doing it? You might say, well, I do want to, but okay, whatever you say after that doesn't even matter. Why are you not doing it? This is really a rhetorical question because you shouldn't even be able to answer it. It should be a false question because you should be doing it. All this said, let's recap today's class, which is being a supermodel is not about being pretty and other truths about approach. Number one, humans are generally not very good at examining why we do things. There are some exceptions to this, but overall, we are not good at deconstructing our own decision-making processes. Ask someone why they bought something that's not food, clothing, shelter, a necessity. To give you some logical explanation when the real reason is almost always emotional. The justification is logical, but the reason is never logical. Number two, 
there are baseline prerequisites to get you into the room in anything that you do in life. But there's a whole other set of hard to understand and hard to notice details that make the difference amongst all the people who actually get to stay in the room. Every pro athlete is a hard worker who's relatively good athletically, but not all of those people make it as pro athletes. What's the difference? There are some harder to understand and harder to notice details to make that difference. Are there a whole bunch of pretty, thin, and tall people who become models, but the supermodels, there's only a few of them, and it's not necessarily because they're prettier than everybody else. Actually, take out the necessarily. It's not because they're prettier than everybody else. There are some models out there that are way prettier than the known names, and they're nobodies. There are some singers who are, remember when Donald Trump had The Apprentice, that TV show, before he got into politics, he once said that I know singers, they have better voices than Frank Sinatra, but they're nobodies and they're failures simply because they don't know how to sell. So he was giving you the game right there. They didn't know how to sell was the reason why Frank Sinatra was Frank Sinatra, because Frank Sinatra knew how to sell himself, not necessarily because he was the best singer out there. And all of you need to really take the insight of that point right there and really figure out what is missing from what you're doing. Actually, let me back up. Don't figure out what's missing, because if you try to diagnose yourself, you're going to end up in the same spot that you're in right now. Go get some help in diagnosing what is missing from you. You need to show up to somebody's whatever, whatever they're offering for you to get insight and ask them what is missing from my mix right here. I know something is missing because I'm not where I want to be. What is missing? Let them tell you. Do not try to diagnose it for yourself. You already tried that and it doesn't work. Number three, this is why you need to learn, study, and understand the game that you're in. You need to, first of all, figure out, discern what game you're in, then learn, study, and understand it. Many of you are learning, studying, and understanding the wrong game. You think you're in one game, but you're in a different game. Again, inaccurate formulas, folks. I don't know how many times I'm going to say this phrase over the lifetime of this show, but I, I know it's going to be a lot. It'll be in the hundreds and the thousands. Inaccurate formulas. Many people inaccurately assess what game they're in, so you're coming up with the right answers to the wrong questions. All right, these are the models who think being pretty is the key, or the athletes who think working hard is the key, or the entrepreneurs who think having a great product is going to make their business take off. None of these is true. They are all prerequisites, but none of them is the actual reason for your success. You need insights from others, not from yourself, from others that can help you see what the real difference makers are. All you got to do is find people who are already making that difference and they will show you. They will tell you. You got to be coachable enough to listen and humble enough to listen to what they're going to tell you. And if you don't do that, you are missing out already on golden opportunities. All that said, two things to do. Number one, text me to get my daily motivation every day straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. Number two, Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can work with me directly. That's the only place where you can work with me directly, which is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. My group coaching, Bulletproof Mastermind, one-on-one, third-day mastermind. The link to schedule a call for one-on-one is at the top of the page. Group coaching information is right there on the page. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. Click on those buttons and let's get started on, first of all, your mindset was the baseline of this, not just being motivated and excited. You probably already think you're doing that. I'm not talking about that. I mean, we're going to do that, but we need more than that. It's you understanding what game you're in. That's part of the way that you think. Then we get strategic about how you get to where you want to get to from where you are right now. Then we work on the accountability, making sure that you and your process are producing results and then the execution of actually doing it. That's all we have. Work on your game, university.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305 305- 
305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.